Hey there, welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Norrie. We like to talk health and well-being every Monday and Thursday. We've been doing it for two and a half years, over 250 episodes in the Happy Habit Archive. If you're new, welcome. Please consider subscribing and sharing. Sharing is caring. Get the message of this podcast series out there to the world. And also tell them about my Happy Habit book, which is now available on Amazon. Yes, indeed. It's out there for the world to avail of. You can get it in softback and in Kindle version too. And I'm getting the audiobook version ready as we speak. That should be available in the next few days or so. Relentless, repetitive self-talk is what changes our self-image. That's a quote from motivational speaker Dennis Waitley. But what does it mean to be relentless and how can we become relentless so that we may become a better version of ourselves in whatever way we desire? Well, what I like to do when I'm looking for answers or inspiration is to always look for models of best practice. That is people who are already performing a particular habit or embodying a particular characteristic that I am hoping to adopt or acquire. So when we look at people who are relentless, they all share one thing. They all have a clear goal or dream. So let me use Steve Jobs as an example. He wanted to create a product that incorporated a phone, internet capability and an MP3 player or an iPod. In 2007, after two and a half years of relentlessness on his part and of those he worked with, he unveiled the iPhone and the rest is history. The stories of Steve Jobs' work ethic and the standards he demanded from people were legend and not always pleasant. And while I'm not suggesting you emulate his management style at all, we can absolutely emulate some parts of how he came to be so relentless. Without a singular vision of his ultimate goal, his iPhone creation wouldn't have come to pass. He set out with a destination in mind. He wanted to incorporate three things into one device, a phone, internet access and an iPod. He kept that goal, that singular purpose, front and centre in his mind for two and a half years until his iPhone was unveiled. So if we want to be relentless, we must identify our goal, our purpose. It must be crystal clear in our minds. This is obvious. We can't reach an endpoint in a journey if we don't know where we are going. We can't merely set out aimlessly hoping for the winds to be favourable. If Steve Jobs didn't have a clear vision of what he wanted, the iPhone wouldn't have left the drawing board. We must also remind ourselves of our goal every single day. It's easy for life to get in the way and for fluctuating moods, fortunes and circumstances to throw us off our course. Many people set out on day one with a clear goal in mind, but fail to reinforce that image in their minds on a daily basis. Soon their goal becomes a blur and fades into the background, and all because they didn't reinforce the vision of their purpose, the clarity of their goal on a daily basis. And the only way we can do this is to take action on a daily basis. That cements our goal in our minds and keeps us laser focused on it. When I decided I wanted to write a book based on some of the happy habits I've explored in this podcast, I had a vision of a book, an, an end product in my hand. 
I would mentally flick through the pages of that book and see the chapters numbered and feel pride at my achievement. I would visualise my name on the front cover and my photo on the back cover. This goal, this clear purpose of mine, was what galvanised me to begin the process of writing my Happy Habits book this time last year. The finished product was way off in the distance, but each day I reminded myself of that finished book, the finished product, as I incrementally took steps to making it become a reality. Bit by bit I wrote my book. It was this daily action of seeing the finished goal in my mind's eye, coupled with actually writing the book, that over time accumulated pages and progress. The amazing thing about progress is that it begets more progress. So the more relentless I was in my application to my goal, the more relentless I became, because I could see it was paying off. As the word count of my book grew from 5,000 words to 10,000 and then to 15,000 words, all because of the simple, relentless steps I took. Now, as we know, no journey is ever a straight line, as sometimes, if one's relentlessness isn't paying off as one had hoped, then it might be time to change direction. There is absolutely no shame in doing this. There were times in the early days of this podcast series that I thought I would never accumulate listeners. I had set out in the beginning with the intention of this series being based purely on science and scientific subjects, but found that it didn't resonate with me or with the listeners, so I had to change course. I found the marriage of science and self-improvement far more interesting, as did my listeners. If I hadn't been relentless in my pursuit of knowledge and sharing that with my listeners, I may have given up this podcast long ago. But because I changed strategy quickly and ploughed my energy into my new course of building a self-improvement podcast with a, a touch of science, I really very quickly saw the benefits of my being relentless. People who are relentless are not people who wait to be told when and what to do. These people are self-starters. Sarah Blakely is a 51-year-old American entrepreneur. In 2012, she became the world's youngest female self-made billionaire. She graduated from Florida State University with a degree in communications and went on to work as a salesperson and a sales trainer. But Blakely wanted to wear an undergarment that was seamless and undetectable under her clothing in order to make her appear slimmer. Something that was comfortable, but it needed to be open-toed. So she experimented by cutting the feet off pantyhose. And what started was her journey towards creating Spanx, which many female listeners out there will know of. Blakely's Spanx went on to be featured on The Oprah Show back in 2000, and, well, the rest is history. But none of this would have come to fruition without Sarah being proactive and asking a question about undergarments that hadn't been asked before. She was relentless in her pursuit of an answer. And when she found the answer, she kept going and going until the whole world knew of her new product. To be relentless is to be fearless. Doing anything new is scary. For Steve Jobs, his vision for the iPhone could have ended in disaster. 
It may have failed completely, but he forged ahead with his vision in spite of the potential for failure. He dealt with the fear. He did it anyway. Similarly, Blakely was committed to her goal of creating a new undergarment. Her journey was fraught with difficulties and with people saying it couldn't be done or the demand wouldn't be there. She could have lost her financial investment, but she ploughed ahead because she wasn't afraid of the challenge or of the doubters. She was relentless in her commitment to saying yes to the challenge ahead, to proving her doubters wrong. People who are relentless also have faith in their abilities. They don't doubt themselves. Now, people like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk are probably self-confident to the point of being obnoxious. I'm not suggesting going that far, but look at Oprah. She's always possessed a total quiet confidence in her abilities and her goals. Being unmovable in your commitment to your purpose is the difference between riding out turbulent waters when obstacles present themselves and falling by the wayside and your dreams being shattered on the rocks like a shipwreck in a storm. Having self-belief is like having truth on your side. It's unshakable and allows you to stay the course and go beyond to achieve even when it feels like things are going against you. Relentless people surround themselves with other people who are equally relentless. Sarah Blakely didn't bring Spanx to the world on her own. Steve Jobs didn't deliver the iPhone in 2007 single-handedly. Both of them married the relentlessness with kindred spirits, who were relentlessly committed to their own purpose. In this way, relentlessness, goal-setting and daily action become reinforced. Now, perhaps you aren't physically able to be in the company of people who inspire you to be relentless. Well, no problem. You can still look to other people who are already doing and living being relentless. For me, Joe Wicks, the body coach, who I interviewed a few months ago, is an example of someone who inspires me through his relentless commitment to his purpose and his relentless daily action that bring him closer to his goals. And I can tell you personally, relentlessness works. My book, Happy Habits, now available on Amazon, and the audiobook, soon to come, are proof that if you have a clear, defined goal in your mind, and if you stick to it through daily action, well, anything is possible. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. Mm-hmm.